Good morning, everyone. So good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are tuning in. My name is Angeline Constantino, and I am the founder, CEO, and podcaster of Let's Break the Silence, where we help women find their voice, regain their power, and attract wealth and abundance in their lives. So today is season two, episode four of this amazing live. I'm really, really super blessed. And um, yeah, okay, we had some technical difficulties, so please accept my apologies. So, okay, so without further ado, I am going to introduce um, a very special woman who I connected with last year on Facebook. So as you know, my passion is helping women, um, you know, thrive after domestic abuse and help them re regain wealth and about and abundance and helping them find their voice so when i connected with michelle last year her story really 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 resonated with me so before i get started please let me know if you are if you are watching the live right now let me know where you're tuning in from and if you are watching the replay please hashtag replay we are broadcasting live on multiple um, social media channels on my personal profile and in my let's break the silence private group and my youtube channel and this episode today will be uploaded on my podcast in um later on this afternoon so you can have a listen so let me just introduce you to my friend michelle so michelle was originally from upstate new york and moved to pittsburgh to attend the art institute where she became a valedictorian she moved to Erie for a job where she spent almost 15 years um, as an art professor. Her life took a turn when at 35, she survived a brutal three hour assault, which was medically termed as an attempted murder. After four years of therapy, physical and mental, these days she is an outspoken advocate for domestic violence to ensure what happened to her doesn't happen to others. She gives talks about her area, created Wear It Wednesday, the Man Up Petition. Um, she has a Facebook group, Reclaiming Your Voice, which I love that name, and went back to school to become a CRS. And in her downtime, Michelle is an artist and a cat mom. So without further ado. Hi, hi Michelle. <laughs> Good morning. That's probably the weirdest introduction, like the trajectory of like the different things of a life can take, right? I know. Tell me about it. Do you have your coffee ready? I have my job of the hot mug because I'm a big nerd. Ah, there we go. So we're ready, right? <laughs> cheers. Cheers, Michelle. You know, cheers. I am so happy that we connected on, on me Facebook. Me too. Randomly. Just randomly. randomly. Actually, it was thanks to um, a very good, a, a mutual friend of ours who connected us. Um, but what I want to say is this. I just want to say one thing to the viewers. So for those of you who are tuning in, this is the power of social media. We can yes. connect globally. All right. This is like, this is global. Okay. You know, we connect globally. This is the true power of social media. So that's why I am so happy um, that, you know, I'm so happy and blessed that you want to break the silence and share your story. So Michelle, I know I, that was a really, um, you know, cool introduction, but 
tell us about where your life was before. Okay. Who is Michelle Littler? Who is she? I, well, I'm still trying to figure that out. If you can, I'll give you, you know, you'll, you'll get the prize. Um, you know, like I say that there are two separate Michelles. There was a Michelle before the assault and there was a Michelle after the assault, you know, um, because, you know, you can't go through something like that and come out exactly the same, you know. So um, I'm still getting used to this kind of Michelle. And I think I've done a pretty good job at it. And I think I've become at peace with it. But there were years where I was just angry. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I was mad because I really liked my life before. I was really happy. Um, and so for it to take a complete turn took some, a lot of therapy, a lot of, you know, reflection and meditation and a lot of just kind of going, all right, well, this is how it's going to be. It's not going to change. So mm -hmm. I can either be miserable and live in, I told you I have a potty mouth, right? Your yeah. viewers, <laughs> I'm Italian, right? So I, uh, um, like I have a mouth of a sailor, but like, I look like a lady. Um, you can either live in your shit and be miserable every day, or you can figure out how to make it better and hopefully help people. And I didn't want to be living in that gloom anymore. It was horrifying. Like, mm. um, the thing I left out about my story and I just like to say it because I want people to see me, you know, all put together and, you know, I look gorgeous, right? Um, but what the assault did as a result was I turned into a drug addict for a year, wow. uh, a really bad drug addict. And, um, you know, um, I had to go to rehab. I, you know... Um, had to go to through that therapy and and i had to be you know so i had two stigmas against me i was a domestic violence survivor and i was a drug addict um but um you know today you don't have to be that way you know like you can live in that horribleness and like um the thing that got me help was um Finally, after a year of being a drug addict, I tried to commit suicide. That's how bad it was. And then uh, I overdosed and then uh, people stepped in to help me. So thank God for them. Thank God for them is right. You know, and like you said, there's a huge stigma out there, you know, and of, of both things you know so to be both it's like <laughs> i'm surprised they didn't put me in a bell tower somewhere <laughs> <laughs> so how did you overcome it so what steps did you take you had a support group which was good um well originally so during that year and right after the assault i had nobody no one was on my side like literally the the police the law enforcement um you know it was kind of just shoved under the rug and it's something we don't talk about and um 
my doctor instead of you know getting me physical therapy or or or, or psychiatric therapy just threw drugs at me wow. you know it was like oh you're still depressed here's another pill oh you're still in pain here's another pill so i say my first drug dealer was my doctor and i i think that's the way it is for most people i think people think um that you know people that are addicted to drugs it it, it comes on the street usually it, it it's in a hospital right okay okay so you had basically no support that's no not in not in the beginning like for a year um and that's why i turned to drugs you know like i wanted to forget everything no one was telling me how to deal with it i had severe ptsd i had severe pain um anxiety uh, i had a uh, traumatic brain injury um I, I mean anything anything a body could have i pretty much had you know um and until um the moment where i tried to commit suicide and then people stepped in and then i started getting the help that was required but it's sad that it took that extreme for people to realize how bad it had gotten you know what it is that's what it takes unfortunately that's what it takes you know like for myself i know what happened to me okay so regarding yourself so then what happened right after that so tell the viewers, please, for those who are tuning in. And um, let us know where you're tuning in from. Um, you know, drop a comment below if you are seeing, if you are able to see and, you know, see this live because we are on multiple social media channels and we want to make sure we get our message across here. So I see Pierre is tuning in. I see Vivian. All right. So go yeah, I can't see any of that. So, and if people have questions, let me know. Yes, yes. Drop a question. I'm open to questions. I want to be like the view. Right. There you go. <laughs> you, I love you. You know, I love your spirit. Mm -hmm. you know, I love your spirit. You are a warrior. You are a victor. So let's go on. So what happened right after that? Um. So um, basically, you know, they said you either go into rehab or you're going to die. Because I knew... If I would go out again, I would have tried to commit suicide again. Mm -hmm. uh, I knew it. You know, that's how it was going to go. Um, and um, I had this lovely woman who tried to, who sat with me for five hours, even though it was, even though she was done with work, she took five hours off of her free time and sat with me and convinced me to go to rehab mm -hmm. and um i think i was the first uh woman ever to go to rehab in a dress <laughs> i had i had my heels and my bow and my jewelry everybody thought i worked there you dressed up to go and you went yeah, like, I'm not wearing sweatpants. I'm going to look good if I go to rehab, right? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> you know, like, um, so I went to rehab, and um, then uh, basically what I did was anything that they suggested. So I did any therapy, um, 
Uh, I did something called IOP, which is intensive outpatient. And then I did OP, which is outpatient. And, um, you know, after um, that, you know, I had multiple therapists. I mean, I have like an entourage that would like, you know, rival Lady Gaga at this point. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> people just follow me around to make sure I'm okay. Um, Sounds like me. People were following me to make sure I was okay. Right, you yeah. know, and it's it's lovely. Mm -hmm. um, and so, um, today it's almost four years sober. Um, but what I realized was the drug really wasn't and I'm going to say this and probably I'm going to get a bunch of the, the, but the, the drug wasn't really the problem. It was the, the trauma that was the problem. Uh, see what I'm saying? I see what if, you're saying. Yes. Because I, I mean, at 35, you don't suddenly become a drug addict. That's not like a thing. You know what I mean? It's very rare. Right. Something has to, you know, uh, make it happen so um once i started dealing with the trauma the the drug was never an issue any i mean like I, the crate there's no craving for it there's no nothing it was the it was me trying to escape the ptsd and the the trauma and the the pain and the 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 mental images and the insomnia it, it had nothing to do with getting high or, you know, like partying out. Like it was me trying to escape that, that night. So once I dealt with it in the proper way and it took a while and that's, you know, what people need to realize if you don't like your therapist or you don't feel they're working, get rid of them. Like don't hold on to them. It's like a boyfriend. If they're not working. Get rid of them. Right, exactly, exactly. You know, why are you keeping them? Exactly. They're just, they're just annoying you. So it took me about two years to find the right team. Mm, okay. And that now speaking for myself, when I went to therapy, this was 12 years ago, I found the right, I went to one I didn't like, I didn't like him, so I went to a woman therapist. Boy, that changed everything for me, you know? See, I have, um, a male therapist who's been with me from the start right and uh like right out of rehab i got him Good. and i was a little apprehensive because you know i didn't really like men at that point <laughs> <laughs> right exactly and then they give me this dude i'm like oh really this is really gonna help me you know um, but actually, you know, besides him being an amazing therapist, I think it helped me on a second level to be able to trust guys again and know that they're not all, uh, out, you know, they're not all out to get you, you know what I mean? Right. And then later, um, for those of you who don't know what a BCM is, it's like a blended case manager. They basically you know, organize your life and help you go do appointments and things like that. He was a guy too. So, um, I have two amazing men that, you know, I work with and then two amazing women that I work with. So, there you go. um, 
you know, it, it helped me, I don't know, restore my faith a little bit. That's good. And that, that's exactly what happened to me. I have the pleasure of having male friends and male business partners and they're great men. And I remember when I was going through therapy and after therapy and everything, and when the my divorce became final, there was a period of time where I didn't like men. And I'm being very transparent here. I just did not like men. I would just push them away, you know. But through therapy, you know, um, and, you know, after I went through my divorce, and I would say about a couple of months later after my divorce, then my attitude towards men changed. So there's good men out there. There are good men out there, but the ones who are abusive, you know, they have issues, you know, they have, um, it's just unfortunate. You know what I mean? You know, so let's go on with your story then. So tell us about your organization because I'm really, really, I'm going to be sharing that, um, in the comments section. So, what is your organization all about? How did you find that organization? How did you come up with the man up? Cause that uh, well, it's not really an organization. I want people to know that it's like not a nonprofit. It's just a group of okay. uh, my journey. I started it just like, um, you know, like to, to show women. Okay. This is how it started. Okay. okay good, good. And I'm going to be perfectly honest. I was driving my car. And I saw this billboard and it was a woman crying in the corner and it was raining and it said, there's life after domestic violence. That's right. And it, and it pissed me off. Why is she crying in a corner and why is it raining? And uh, you know what I mean? Like that's, that doesn't show women hope that doesn't show women that there's life after it just shows like oh you leave your abusive guy and you're going to be sad for the rest of your life mm -hmm. i don't know why that billboard just angered me but for the rest of the ride i'm like Ugh. you know like um so i started the group to kind of show um my journey and that you don't have to be sad you know there are bad days mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean your life's over it doesn't mean you'll never have a good day it doesn't mean you'll never have a great day it doesn't mean um because i'm you know alone for a night that i'm like crying over cheese when it's raining you know what i mean like yeah. i'm not doing any of that like it's fine you know i'm living my life so i thought if i sp and and the area that i live is very how should i put it behind the times when it comes to domestic violence mm. how they deal with it how they prosecute people like okay so you you explained my story and how medically it was deemed uh, yeah. an attempted murder well the perpetrator who happened to be my fiance at the time right ended up only getting a 300 dollars ticket see that that's horrible. And when I called for help eventually, 
the cop looked at me and I was bloody broken. I couldn't see, I couldn't talk. There were blood stains on the wall. And he said, what did you do to make him angry? See that stigma. That's now had that been a stranger, he would still be in jail, right? No. <laughs> I agree with you. Right? Like, had it, I what my problem was is I should have been like, I don't know this guy. Um, he would have gone to jail. Um, but in my area, it's behind the times, and women are so terrified to speak out and I don't blame them because a you have you're scared of the person that you got away from if they're still walking around right b, you're scared of the stigma because people might blame you mm-hmm. and three you've been um abused for so long and told that your voice doesn't matter that you don't feel like anyone will listen so um i wanted to change that and show you know people it's okay to say that you're a domestic violence survivor it's okay to show that you can have fun so i created reclaiming your voice and i mean you know like i put on there that i have hard days because i don't want people to think every day is happy but you know, I put put stuff on there of me being silly and stupid and like I rode the wiener mobile for God's sakes. You know what I mean? Like I, I've gotten to do things that you know most people don't get to do. So um that's how it started and it kind of caught on. And then for Domestic Violence Awareness Month, which is in October, right? I the first year I realized no one did anything, mm-hmm. like, like nothing, like what, like you know, like we have we have National Pancake Month where IHOP gives away free pancakes. You know what I mean? Right. But, like, we can't do anything for, like, this. It, it just, it, it, it upset me. So, I created something where, um, I, like, I'm friends with a lot of local businesses because I'm big in the art community, so I talk to a bunch of people. Right. And I just asked, hey, would you wear purple on this day, you know, on this Wednesday? And will you post it on your Facebook? Well, my friends are like me. You know, we can't just wear purple. We have to do something big. Right. So um, I had places make purple cupcakes. We had purple cookies. We had purple bagels. uh, A purple crepe. Like, who thinks of that? And it was delicious, you know? And, like... um, People were, uh, whole restaurants were wearing purple. I had a drink named after me. Wow, really? What was I know. Like? It's called the Michelle. I mean, you know you've made it then. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, so that was the first year. And that really took off. 
and then the second year, um, which was last year, or yeah, um, you know, even with COVID, people were doing it. Yeah, people had purple masks. We wore purple, mm-hmm. but I wanted to do something because I was watching this video. And it was like 10 ways a woman can prevent domestic violence. And I don't know why it angered me so much. I, I usually get my best ideas when I'm pissed off. I don't know why. <laughs> you got emotional. <laughs> you know? Yeah. If I'm happy, I don't have a good idea. If I'm pissed <laughs> off, it's usually like really good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I said, well, And I'm going to use my Italian voice here. (laughs) You know what that means. And I'm Greek. Small children run away. Um, uh, I said, well, why the fuck isn't there something saying, hey, men, don't hit a fucking woman? Right. There's nothing about that. You know, it's. Don't walk in a parking garage at night and, like, store money away. There's nothing about don't fucking hit a woman. You know what I mean? Oh, right. I know what you mean. I know what so, you mean. So, you know what I mean? Like, isn't that, like, wouldn't you think that would be, like, step one? Sure. You know? Um, so I created a petition called Man Up. Right. Okay. Which basically originally started, I wanted guys to sign it and basically saying, I would never lay my hands on a woman no matter what. And if I saw it, I would report it. Wow. But, and I thought I would get like 30 people. Okay. Like that was like... I had no expectations for that because I thought guys would be like offended. You know what I mean? Like I would never hit a woman. I don't need to sign this. And then it blew up. Like guys were wearing purple shirts. They were, they had man up written underneath them. I had whole fire departments doing it. Wow. I, I had a local sports team turn their mascot purple. Wow. And it wasn't just men at that point. It was women that got fed up that said, yes, this isn't just our problem. It's it's everyone's problem, right? Correct, yeah. So my original goal of 30, and now I'm at, I can't, even, I can't even say them. So it's like amazing to me. How much? You six six thousand eight hundred people. Wow! And these are people from every walk of life. Like we have people from India, Australia. We had a woman from South, like you know, um, South Africa. Did you say or South? Um, we have some from um. South Africa, yeah, Australia, um, Egypt. Wow. Um, Arkansas. 
which I don't know why I put Arkansas and Egypt in the same thing. I apologize, but like that just you know, like with with the election and stuff, that kind of surprised me. Uh, (laughs) It just goes to show you it went viral. Yes, global. Yeah, and and you know what it was, and all it was was people posting it Mm. on their Facebook, and then it rolling you know what i mean um and then because of that um our local paper picked it up and i made the front cover wow that's but you know what's funny about it it was like me holding up a sign and it said man up eerie and i was like well that's never gonna get me a date ever again (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, my gosh. You know, well, at least it keeps out, like, the, the, you know, the potential abusers because they're going to be like, man, she got pressed, so I'm not going to touch her. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Let's give a shout out to some people who have um, been tuning in now. So we have Vivian. Vivian is from Singapore. Hi, Vivian. She's from, and actually, she and I, yeah, we're, I have to connect with her later. And Subusu. Okay. All right. Thank you for tuning in. Let us know. Oh, Bonnie is here from Idaho. She's tuning in from Idaho. Good morning, Bonnie. It's so great to see you here. So great to see you here. Thank you so much for, for tuning in. So a message to the viewers now. What is your special message that you want to share with? Oh, see, Vivian is saying hello, Michelle. See? Yeah, do you guys have any questions? I want questions, man. All right, so for those of you who are tuning in, do you have any questions? Oh, Annalise here, South Africa. South Africa is in there. I love, uh, man. Yeah, bro, it's good to see you here. Good to see you here. Thank you so much for, for hopping on our live. We really, really appreciate it. So, all right, let me just ask you this. So, in closing, what is the, what is the message that you want to share with our viewers and our listeners who are tuning in today to our podcast? What is the special message? Because you overcame so much, you know, being assaulted, you know, you overcame so much. What is the message that you want to share with the world? What is your special message? Um, that there is always hope. And hope's a powerful motivator, and it's a beautiful thing. Um, Ignore any stigma, because really, if a person has a stigma, it's more on them than it is on you. Like, if someone has a stigma or a bad, you know, if they go, oh, you were a drug addict, that says more about them than it does about me. Right. You know what I mean? What, what people think of me is none of my business. It's really not. And, you know, what I, I guess my, you know, what I take away from this is, um, that night I did what everybody did, does, you know, I went to work, I 
you know, did everything I was supposed to do. I was living a life that everybody lives, you know, very normal, um, you know, paid taxes, you know, got my car inspected on time. And I took a nap and then in two seconds, my life changed forever. And that's how quickly it can happen, right? So, um, I just think, um, you know, um, my message is, you know, you, oh, congratulations, Bonnie has over nine years clean. Yeah. See that? Um, and my friend, Tepper's shooting again from Minnesota. Oh, I love Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. Tepper and I went to high school together. So, oh, see, I just know about Minnesota from Fargo, don't you know? Wow. Um, wow. This is but like, small world. You know, and the doctors told me I wouldn't be able to draw again. The doctors told me I wouldn't be able to do a lot of things again. And I had a solo show. So, you know, I think it's really, I don't want to say it's, you know, all up to you and you can overcome everything if you put your mind to it because there's some physical limitations that you can't but um you don't have to have a depressed life you don't have to be sad forever you can laugh and joke and i mean i'm funny as hell you know and not that domestic violence is funny but i can make jokes out of it you know i'm allowed and right. um that's how i deal with it you know and uh i think um you know i'm working towards a bunch of things but i didn't let it ruin my dreams it just maybe they changed a little bit right you know and the other thing, I mean, you know, people have to realize just because you leave a violent situation or leave trauma doesn't mean you're going to get better in a day. It's, I agree. I'm still, I think people get frustrated because they think, oh, I'll leave. Everything will get better. You know, like it's four years later and I'm still going to the neurologist i'm still i need to get most of these teeth re replaced because they were punched out mm. um you know what i mean yeah. like i just had a seizure after like that's how we talked again i had a seizure wow. the day after christmas wow. um and that was a re result of having a seizure disorder from this so you know, um, but, you know, I was in the ER having a see after the seizure making jokes like, you know, you can either have a, you know what I mean? Like I said, I said, I didn't ask for this for Christmas. Fuck this. I, I don't want to talk to Santa. <laughs> Santa, what did you do to me? Like, what is... I know. I said I wanted a sled, not a seizure. He <laughs> read it wrong. Wow. You know? Yeah. But it's all about 
you know, and I'm not going to say attitude is the best medicine, but like, I don't know. I, I would, you know, my best advice is connect with people that are positive. Right. Like I connected with you and you always give me positive things. And you know what? Do not be afraid to get rid of these negative assholes. Right. (laughs) I agree. I agree. Did you see my Facebook, what I'm doing? Yeah. I, I put on there, I have 930 friends. If you don't respond to me in three days, you're fucking gone. Because I don't know half you people. And half you people are bringing me down. So right, it's not quantity, right? We're so obsessed with quantity. It's quality. So get do not, as abused women, we are so afraid to say no. It is my favorite word in the world now. I say no to everything. See that? Good it's word. freeing. It's freeing. Exactly. It's freeing and it's liberating. And I know. Yeah. So, no, go ahead. Go on. Because this is. I said. Because, like, (laughs) okay, so this is what abused women do, okay? Hmm. We will apologize for everything. Right. And I have an exercise for, and, and men, but mostly women. Count how many times in a given day when you go out, how many times you apologize. Uh, Okay, right. I've apologized for people when they have hit me in the feet, in the shins with their grocery cart. I said, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what? I'm in your way? Right, exactly. You know, like they didn't apologize for hitting me with a cart, but I'm saying, oh, I'm sorry. At the grocery store, oh boy. Right, I was in the hospital and I needed my medication and I hit the button and the nurse came and I said, oh, I'm sorry, I need my meds. What What are you doing? Yeah. You know, you know so, yeah, exactly. So watch how many times you say you're sorry and that is a direct result of either abuse or being told that we are like somehow taking up other people's space and we shouldn't be. So now I don't say I'm sorry and no is my favorite word. There you go. I like and that. You know, being raw and real here. This is what you call a raw, real conversation. Well, it's what happens when you invite an Italian. Um, oh, I'm Greek, so. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. We're together, we're like, you know, we created the Renaissance. Watch out. Watch out. Right. I love it. I love it. Your energy is amazing to me. And you but are I don't. Uh, I, I'm sorry if I'm don't talking worry. too long. But, no. you know, the other thing I've learned is to stand up for myself no matter what you know what I mean like I don't care if you think I'm a bitch I'd rather you think I'm a bitch than suffer at home and not got get what I want you know what I mean 
Right. And I'm not talking like, you know, you know, gold bricks or something unobtainable. Like if a doctor's office says, oh, we don't have an appointment and I need to see them. I said, oh, hell, you will see me today. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, but the old Michelle would have been like, okay, well, I guess I'll wait and suffer. No, the new Michelle says, I want to talk to your damn manager, and it's not going to be pretty. Um, and people think that's being a bitch, and it's not. It's it, You need to take care of you. You are, the, you are with yourself the most. So why suffer to make what? A, a receptionist not feel bad for a minute? I don't give a shit. Right. Exactly, exactly. You know, like, I'm sorry that I hurt her feelings, but should have done what you should have, should have done in the <laughs> <laughs> And you wonder why I don't have a Valentine. You know what? We're going to celebrate Valentine's Day. Gina. You know what? Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I, cool. you know, I have, um, I have a, a very, um, I hate Valentine's Day, even if I'm not, even if I'm not single, I hate it. You know why? Because this oh. is what I believe. I'm going to give your viewers some knowledge. Okay, go ahead. What I've learned. Okay. I want, to, and I want people to give me feedback on this. Good. I don't want. Flowers or chocolates on February 14th. You know what I want? I want flowers on February 23rd. Uh, and why is that? Because it's a random day that means nothing and that's more important. Okay. Like, I want the guy to show me, or girl, whatever, whoever will take me at this point. I don't know, an orangutan. I don't give a shit. Um, you know, a pet, a pet lizard. I don't, I don't know. Um, but you know, women put so much stock on Valentine's Day. It you almost do. makes me. And then you know what? The day after, it's like a cat fight. What did he do? What did he do? It's like trying to outdo each other, right? Um. So I don't celebrate it. I like Valentine's Day. I'm going to buy myself some shrimp, a non-alcoholic margarita. There you go. I'm, I'm going to do the dance from Practical Magic, if you've ever seen it, where they do the dance around the thing. So that's my, that's my plan. Good, good. And I, and I have a dude. I have a dude. But we refuse to celebrate it. Exactly. And I mean, he's, he, uh, and I think this is an important thing too. Like we're always worried about like being in a couple. Um, he has his demons and, you know, like um, is getting better in his own way. And I'm not going to share his business, but you, you know, yeah. and just because we're not together doesn't mean we're not, um, you know, we care for each other. And I think that's the highest way of 
showing each other sympathy, showing each other that you love each other when you go, hey, I need to get better, you need to get better, but, you know, the love is still there. Exactly, exactly, exactly. But what you and said yeah, and he's the one that called the ambulance for my sur first seizure. So, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, like don't tell him this, but like he, I owe him my life. But don't tell him that because he'll want like something big, you know, like right. a drill or like a fishing rod, and I can't deal with that. Right, I hear you. I hear you, and I like the way you're talking because you're being real and raw and vulnerable, you know. And it's the only way to be, you know what? And yeah. what I like about you, um, and I, I think it's Mickey, right? You know, Mickey. Yeah. Mickey Zada connected us. And I interviewed yeah. Mickey last year on my podcast. Right. So there's Mickey and then there's Stasia who I do talks with. Right. So she's, right. she's in Erie. Yes. And yes. I and what I liked about all three of you, and then uh, uh, Patricia, I don't know if you know Patricia, dude, Patricia rocks, man. If there was an apocalypse, I would take all of you women and we would run this shit. There you go. <laughs> I love it. We oh would be God. like Tina Turner in Thunderdome, man. Um, exactly. But, exactly. I love it. This is all I, yeah, I hate women. I, I shouldn't say I hate women, but I hate when I hear women talk about domestic violence and they're like, oh, I'm so glad it happened to me and I learned so much about myself and now I have the highest self-esteem and I wouldn't trade a thing if I could. Bullshit, you wouldn't. Mm. Bullshit. Mm. Don't lie to these people. Right. If, exactly. if I had a time machine, and I'm being totally honest, mm -hmm. and this goes against every self-help book yet you'll ever read, but that's how I am. <laughs> if someone offered me to go back and the assault never happened, I would take it in a second. Mm -hmm. And I, I hate these people going... Oh, but you know, you've helped so many and you, you learned so many things and I am proud of what I've done, Good. but also I've gone, I've seen hell. And if you go through an addiction, you've seen hell. Oh, sure. Sure. And, um, it's the most, you can't even describe it to people, but you know, I've seen how, and I don't know if you've known this little tidbit about me. I have legally died four times. Oh my God. So, uh, I'm apparently really hard to kill. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you are. You are. You know, but if there was a moment where I could go back and have my life back and be a teacher again, I'd take it. You would? I would. Mm. I would take it in a second. Mm. So it annoys me when I ha hear these 
people go, oh, no, you know, I'm just, like, so happy, right? I, I like real women that, like, are pissed off, you know, because you should be pissed off, like, you shouldn't be like Susie Orman dancing all over the stage, all happy and shit, you know, like, oh, like you should, you know, you can be happy and, and proud, but like there is a level of pissed off. And why wouldn't you be? Someone else decided how my life was going to go. See, see. Like it would be one thing if. You know, I got drunk, and I'm not saying this is a judgment or anything, but it would be one thing if I got drunk, drove, got in a car accident, had all these injuries, right, and and had to deal with it. Like, that was my personal choice. I'm not saying, you know, like, they deserved it, but that was my choice. But for another human being to decide the trajectory of someone else's life, you should be fucking pissed off. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. There's well, not enough forgiveness in this world. I agree. And life is not all sunshine and rainbows. Okay. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. So you're keeping it real with people. And I'm very proud of you. You know, I'm very, Thank proud, you. Of you. very proud of you. So for folks here who are tuning in, if you want to connect, oh, tell us about you, your goal with the, um, reclaiming your voice man up with the change.org. So oh. you, please what your goal is, because you said right now, I think you have 6,800. So you, yeah, well, it keeps changing because like originally it was like a hundred and then I got to a thousand, but what I would like to do, well, I would like 10,000, but oh, that's just for the stars. Shoot, huh? Shoot for, the shoot for the stars, right? Because that's me. Okay. Um, um, but right now I would like to see seven thousand. Okay. And uh I think that's completely obtainable. I'm still kind of recovering from the seizure. You can kind of tell my voice is a little it, it's you know, a little, it's a little slower, but um, I'm doing my best, you know. I you look good, dressed, that's all that matters. <laughs> dressed up, huh? I dressed up too. You dressed up, so all I know. good, all good. We're all good, right? Exactly. Um, I mean, what, what I would love is, um, and I don't know, like, there are organizations out there on Twitter, like, um, you know, that just specifically deal with domestic violence. I would love if they pick this up because like, I don't know how many followers you have or friends you have, but I have like 900 friends. I so have 4,000 friends. Yeah. If each one took all it takes is one minute to sign it. You don't, it's not a commitment. You okay. know, you don't, you don't have to pay anything. It all it's saying all it's saying is I will not stand for domestic violence. That's all it's saying. So okay, who, who doesn't want that, right? Exactly, exactly. I agree. With like you. 
And change.org, see where people get hang up is it does ask for a donation, but it you don't have you just hit no. Right. Like at a grocery store when they ask, you know, do you want to donate a dollar? And you've been to that grocery store like 17 times. You're like, no, I've already donated enough dollars. Right. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's not a like, requirement, guys. Yeah. Like it's not a requirement. All you hit is no. You can write your name. You can. That's all you need to do. And if all your friends and all my friends signed it, we would have 10,000 easily. And what I eventually want to do with it is, you know, once this COVID whatever, um, if I have that big of a number, I can go to the governor of Pennsylvania and basically say, look what I've done. You have 10,000 people, and it's just one chick with a cell phone. Imagine what you could do if you actually, you know, I don't know, had other people do it. it you know, like, actually put it on your Twitter. And this needs to be addressed because it's not, in, in at least in my state, and I can't imagine in other states. Oh, Jody. I interviewed Jody one month ago. I want to hear. Someone's got to have a question for me. Force them to ask me something. I don't even care. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you have questions, please put them in the comments below. Okay? And Even if it's my favorite color, I don't care. (laughs) Let's be more talkative and engaging here. On the face well, like I was thinking, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sorry, I have to smoke. It's like it's killing me. I'm I will do it off camera, but like you told me, if I really needed to, yes, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. About it, it keeps me sober. <laughs> it's the only vice I have left. Good. All right, everyone. So thank you so much for tuning in. And taking the time out of your busy schedule yes. on our Facebook Live today. So you can reach Michelle here. Okay, so you don't have to make a donation. Let's help. No, no, it's it's a, just a petition. It's the same as if, like, you know, those people that hold the clipboard. Right. And say, like, you know, save the whales. It's the same exact thing. It's just on the computer and you know how every even youtube has ads it just has like ads right ignore it and just sign it let's get enough numbers where people start fucking taking this seriously let's do it let's do it absolutely absolutely and what i will also do is i will put this in the comments below so i want to thank everyone for tuning in today so our broadcast today will be uploaded on Let's Break the Silence, which you can find on Anchor FM and on Spotify. So also follow me on my website where my bio and podcast is at www.letsbreakthesilence.com. Thank you so much for everyone for tuning in. Share this live out. Share this special message because the world needs to hear this message. And we will see you on the next broadcast. Oh, Bye. can I just add something real quick? Go ahead. Something. Go ahead. If I'm sorry, I, I talk so much. 
if you have a website besides yours, if this is just people watching, if you have a Facebook, if you have a Twitter, please share this link. Let's get it going. Let's get it going. Right. I agree. Because if you, I mean, it's just me and like my buddy sharing it, which is which is awesome that we hit six thousand. Right? It shows that people actually don't hate me. Right. But <laughs> right. no, they don't. <laughs> you know, like, but if you have any sort of social media, share this link. Explain how important it is, and let's get it going. And if they have questions, how do I get them? Do you do you send yeah, them to you know me? What I will do if because you know what it is, I have replay viewers, so if they tune in and ask the questions, we can respond in the comments section. Okay, all right. I don't know how anything works, though. Okay, don't worry about it. I'll let you know. You'll you'll, you'll help me. <laughs> I help you with Streamyard, right? So well, you help me with everything. I didn't even, uh, you know. You're a great person, you're a great. I'm lady. I'm an advocate, but I can't figure out how to use my phone. No, don't worry about it. You did great. You did great. All right. Thank all you right, so thank much you for having me. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. All right, everyone. Have a great day, and we will see you on the next broadcast. Bye now.